Mrs. Hudson! Mrs. Hudson! Holmes yelled through the open door of the apartment he rented from his landlady. Mr. Holmes, you do not have to shout, the aging lady replied, climbing the flight of stairs that separated her dwelling from that of Holmes. I told you before now, all you need doing is pull on the bell cord by your desk, she said when she reached the upper landing. I don't have time for this sort of thing, Mrs. Hudson. I need this morning's papers. Would you be so kind to fetch them for me? But, Mr. Holmes, the landlady began. No buts, Mrs. Hudson, Holmes shouted again, flailing his arms in visible annoyance. Don't you see I need something to occupy my mind? I cannot live without having some item, anything, to stoke the fire amid the dying embers of my brain. He looked at the woman standing in the embrasure as if he had seen her for the first time that day. Well, don't just stand there and get me those newspapers. He spun on his heels and plopped down in his favorite chair by the fireplace. Knowing Holmes the way she did, Mrs. Hudson turned away, shrugging, and retraced her steps down the stairs without a word. On the way down, she heard a knock at the front door and went to open it. Good morning, Mrs. Hudson. How are you this morning, my dear lady? Oh, Dr. Watson, how good of you to come, Mrs. Hudson replied, opening the door wide to let the doctor indoors. Good morning, and thank you for asking, but I would be so much better if Mr. Holmes was not so exigent of my time, she added, grumbling a little and taking Watson's hat and cane to stow them on the coat stand in the hallway. What does he want now? Dr. Watson asked, just before they heard Holmes' voice holler down the stairwell. Who was at the door? Mrs. Hudson? No need to bellow, Holmes. It's only me, Watson replied, then turning to Mrs. Hudson. Can I do something to help? he asked. No, thank you, doctor. I'm on my way to fetch the papers for Mr. Holmes, she replied, draping a shawl over her shoulders and taking her hat from the stand. She put it on her head, adjusted it atop her tresses of gray hair, and pinned it expertly, all the while watching herself in the mirror. What is taking you so long? Watson! They heard Holmes shout again. I better go, Watson said, opening the front door for the landlady. I'll see you later. That you will, doctor. That you will, Mrs. Hudson replied, taking a step to the front door and standing on the stoop before making her way to the newsagent a few blocks down the street. Watson closed the door gently and finally made his way up the stairs, shaking his head. Holmes was beginning to be intolerably irritable. If he could not find a case soon, he would run the poor Mrs. Hudson ragged and pretty much to the ground if he weren't careful. However, Watson knew how very little outward consideration his friend had for his fellow man, if the latter did not serve a purpose of some sort in his life. Watson would not have said that Holmes was an egotist, yet he never showed the slightest concern when it came to sensitive or human subjects. It almost seemed as if the man was devoid of emotions— although Watson knew it not to be true. The name of Irene Adler came to mind. He shrugged away the thought as he entered Holmes' apartment, only to find his friend looking out the window, his arms folded across his chest, and not turning to meet Watson's questioning stare. Have you talked to Mrs. Hudson? Holmes asked. Then raising a shoulder a tad, he said, Of course, of course you must have. She opened the door for you, didn't she? He turned around and fixed his gaze on Watson. You see, you surely can see that my brain is decaying with every passing minute, can't you?
I can only see that you are very agitated for some reason, yes. And yes, I talked to Mrs. Hudson when she opened the door for me. She told me that you were sending her to the newsagent. Holmes nodded almost imperceptibly. And why would you have her run such an errand when you had the boy deliver the paper in any case? He will not be delivering any paper today. How would you know that? He may have been late for some reason. No, Holmes shouted. He will not be delivering any paper for some time, if ever again, because he has influenza. Have you talked to him? How do you know he's ill? Watson asked, sitting down on the sofa, bringing his body closer to the edge of the seat and putting his elbows on his knees.